0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Right Type. Today I'm I'm joined by um, Rachel who is a Waterstones bookseller and we're gonna like talk about working at Waterstones as a bookseller in the UK and just how that works out and everything. So uh, Rachel could you just like introduce yourself and yeah.
1: Yeah hi Uh, I'm Rachel, I'm senior children's bookseller here at Waterstones in Croydon and basically that means I run the entire children's floor. I put in the displays, I put in the window, I serve customers, and yeah, things to do with children's books, it's me.
0: That's cool. And I was wondering, um, what was your favourite book this year so far, and what books are you looking forward to getting? Oh,
1: um, I would say probably my favourite book of the year so far, although obviously it changes depending on what I'm reading at the moment. Um, I'd say one of my favourites has been uh, The Binding by Bridget Collins. Okay. Um, was just really evocative and beautiful and it's about books for people who love books, basically. Um, There's also one called Slay by Brittany Morris, um, which was about a girl who creates her own computer game that was just honestly immense and really tidied me over while I'm waiting for Children of Virtue and Vengeance to come out uh, by Tomi Amy. That's my most anticipated book of the year.
0: Same and same. Slay is amazing. Um, And I'm so excited for the sequel to Children of Blood and Bone.
1: Yes. Um,
0: Those are amazing choices. Uh, And I wanted to know what the life, (laughs) the day in the life of a Waterstones bookseller is like.
1: I was just, when I saw this question come up, I just thought, honestly, no two days have ever been the same. You never know who's going to walk in the door and what they're going to want. Sometimes they will want, you know, just a simple book off the shelf. Sometimes people will want the most bizarre things in the world or they'll want to tell you their life story or and it's really just about what customers want and seeing who comes in the door um i mean there are a couple of things that are are constants which are like we get our book delivery every day so we have to to book that in and put that out and uh, obviously tidy up after any customers who've knocked anything over or anything like that but apart from that you have no idea what you're going to (laughs) do when you show up
0: it just sounds so cool. You're like the god of books.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna keep that one. Put that on my C V God <laughs> of Books.
0: <laughs> I wanted to know what your journey was like getting a job at Waterstones.
1: I would say just about everyone that I know at Waterstones got the job the exact same way. Uh, they started out as a Christmas temp, um, just really liked it, fit in really well and got offered a, a permanent role. I I don't really know if very many people who applied for a job having not worked here as a temp. I think it's it's such a good way to kind of get people in at the deep end and see how they react to to the constant changing environment and and how they react to you know the most pressured time of the year. But it's also the most fun time of the year as well.
0: Christmas is amazing, yeah, <laughs> um,
1: but also scary.
0: Did you get a degree or anything, or did you have to have any like um, prior? Um like qualifications
1: um so they don't really they don't ask you for any prior qualifications but most people that i know who work here have at least got a degree i actually i actually have a phd oh
0: my god Um, what's your phd in
1: uh in latin american politics why not
0: so cool oh my god And I was wondering, what are your thoughts on diversity in industry and how have you, like, tried to ensure that everyone sees themselves in your bookshop? Because I keep on seeing, like, um, these statistics come up, especially in the UK, of there being, like, crazy low statistics for, like, um, BME or, like, LGBT books and everything, or, like... Um, books about disabled people um, or marginalized people in general. So I was wondering um, what are your thoughts and how have you kind of tried to ensure everyone sees themselves in Waterstones when they walk in?
1: I mean, I've read, I've read the same stats as you. I think it was something like 1% of children's books published in the UK last year had a BAME protagonist. Yes. Um, And I've basically tried to, to reflect the people who actually come into our shop rather than reflect what the publishing industry thinks we want um so i've got i've got displays up for uh lgbt books and for bame books from all ages like literally from picture books up to teen at the moment of course it's black history month so we've got a big black history month display um and it's actually funny you were asking this question today because earlier i had a woman come in um she was looking for books for her her 11 year old son and she was saying okay, I want a teen book with a black male protagonist where it's not about racism and it's not about, like, urban poverty. And I was like, oh. (laughs) And we kind of dug around, and the few books I could find she already had because she said, you know, when you're looking for something that's specific, you will buy something the minute it comes out, and then you have to wait a long time for anything else to come up. And, And he was just so sad to not be able to see himself in his fiction, you know, that all the people going on the adventures are middle-class, able-bodied white children. And then when you do get a black child, it will be, oh, but they're dealing with racism in America or, you know, their their brother is a drug dealer or something like that. And you think, what? why can't you just give stories where the child happens to be black or happens to be gay? So, yeah, I think that's something that the publishing industry really needs to work on. But we're trying our best to champion these books in the hopes that if a lot of people buy them, maybe someone will take note.
0: I think that's amazing. Actually, um, I've walked into the bookshop so many times because I'm from like the town where Rachel's bookshop's in. And um, when I walk in, I just feel so like happy. I currently live in Scotland. Um, I moved away and it's just different. Um, they don't really do as much um, here in bookshops but um i always love coming back home and seeing the lgbt flag and the the bookshop doing so many cool things so thank you so much for doing all of that for people
1: yeah thank you so much we get so many comments so much positivity about it and it just it really helps to know that you're that you're being appreciated for the effort you're putting in cuz sometimes it can be quite a lot of effort just trying to find new books to put on your displays when there isn't that much coming out
0: yeah exactly and that needs to definitely change because there are so many kids who um, love seeing themselves and want to be represented. Definitely. And um, what would you say the best thing is about being a bookseller?
1: I would say the two best things. One is recommendations. If someone comes over and says, right, I need a really good book I love that because they're just putting their trust in you. And, of course, I read so many books. So I have such a wide range of what I think is good. And I I love the the kind of faith that people put in you, especially if it's for a present or something. You think, I'm deciding if you give a good present. That's amazing. Um, And the other one would be, as a, a children's bookseller in particular, I get a lot of school visits, a lot of times when a whole class will come in and pick out books for their library or come in for World Book Day and I absolutely love just seeing ch- children running around so excited to see new books and to, sometimes the children haven't really even been in a bookshop before and you kind of have to take them around and say this is how it works and they get so excited to see everything and, and I love that. I just love seeing the new generation of readers coming up and, and getting enthused about books
0: that's amazing it just it sounds exactly like the god of books like you're literally giving children <laughs> presents and happiness um yeah. and i wanted to know the last question is what would you love to see coming into your bookstores and um like what type of stories um yeah
1: i would say one thing i was thinking about the other day actually was kind of more narratives with disabled characters because i think it's quite hard for children to see in these stories there's always you know able-bodied children and off the top of my head I only know a few stories where say there's someone in a wheelchair or someone who hasn't got an arm or something like that or like a deaf child and so it's and also it's quite hard to make a display where you're like this is just general disability you want to be able to say here's a whole display for children who are very sick or something like that so that the children can see themselves again even if they're not exactly what the publishing industry sees i I don't really understand why our archetypal stories for children still look exactly like they did in the 50s. But I think that's something that, you know, is so easy to include. All you need to do is do a little bit of research. There's a new book that's just recently come out um, called The Boy with the Butterfly Mind, which is about a boy who has ADHD. And it really opens up the, the narrative, you know, that people can kind of, like see a day in the life of someone who is very different to them and, and they're more appreciative of other people's struggles and I think that's so important for children to see
0: that's so true I feel like I can't even name one um book with a disabled main character which is horrible I feel like that tells us the state of the industry is not um where it should be especially in 2019
1: it's not reflective.
0: exactly yeah it's not
1: reflective of how people are
0: exactly um, and so many children feel lonely and I feel like books are such a nice way to not feel that, that way anymore.
1: Yeah, definitely. And to realise that no matter what your life is like, you can always be the hero of your own story. You don't have to be the sidekick or, you know, the friend who has to stay at home because their wheelchair won't be fun on the adventure. It's it's about putting different types of people front and centre in stories.
0: I love that. I'm gonna put that in the show notes for sure. Um that was a great (laughs) quote. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um and talking about your experience. Where can we find um like your bookstore on like social media?
1: Uh so on Instagram we are at Waterstones Croydon, nice and simple. And on Twitter we are at Waterstones Croy. D-R-O-Y.
0: Thank you so and much. I'm the
1: social media person, so <laughs> you would be in contact with me.
0: That's great. Um, thank you so much. I'm going to put all of those in the show notes. Thank you for joining us. Thank
1: you.